Hello, friends. Welcome to another episode of No One Is Listening. Uh, my name is Steve. With me, as always, is Jen. Jen, you want to say hi? Hello, everybody. Um, so today, um, while we were preparing for this episode, um, I told Jen, I was like, "Don't no, you don't have to prepare anything. No research. No nothing." You always say that. No, I don't. Do I really? <laughs> always like. What do I need to prepare? So I feel like those are that's like our shtick now. Yeah. Um, I told I, I told you uh for this episode, you just gotta bring the vibes. Just bring <laughs> the vibes. This episode's gonna be all vibes. Um, I feel like I stopped us from having a conversation on Sunday because I was like, Oh, we should just like we should just have this conversation on the pod. And what we're gonna talk about is and this is really um part two of a conversation we had a long, 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 long time ago after Avengers Endgame came out uh jen you would express skepticism about whether or not you were gonna be invested in the in the mcu in these you know marvel properties whether it was tv shows or or movies and i remember being like okay let's like check back in in a little bit uh that was like over that was like four years ago and here we are um right does that that end game was like 2019 right am i crazy Oh, I'm not crazy, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. That was no, like four... it was, yeah, it was definitely before the pandemic. So yeah, yeah. Least... so it was like yeah, it's like four years ago, and here we are. Um, and I think a lot of people online, uh, talking heads, the industry itself are having conversations about about Marvel and the MCU, and a, a lot of the dialogue has been about like, oh, has Marvel, um, at, at least everything that I've read. And listen to, and granted, I haven't been listening or reading every single thing that's been coming up, but quite a few things. And the, the discourse around it seems to be, you know, has Marvel lost their touch? You know, there are books coming out about like the rise and fall of of MCU and and Marvel movies and stuff. And I I thought we could take kind of like a different angle at that. And so Jen, why don't you start us off with um, you know, kind of like the first thing you wanted to talk about when it comes to to the MCU and its its successes and you know kind of lack thereof as of late. Yeah, so thanks for setting us up, Steve. Um, I think that I don't. Um, I mean, there's obviously since 2019, there's been like Marvel stuff steadily coming out, whether um on Disney Plus or and or in theaters. And I feel like our interest in in some of those things, um are actually like really telling of like how other fans feel and then in in reflect as a reflection of that like it shows like how successful or quote unquote not successful like the post end game I guess phase four ish um world has been but uh you know just to ground us in like in our own experiences I was really struck by like a conversation that you and I had like like really briefly um like a couple of days ago uh where um well one we haven't seen each other in a while because like I was traveling and like you were busy and all of the stuff but like um since we had last talked like two big MCU things happened, right? Like Loki season two was released in full, right? You, we, it's done. Oh yeah. It, it, uh, the, the season finale was, I think like a week or two ago. Okay. And then, um, the Marvels came out, which, you know, but I think 
Kevin Feige, Bob Iger had put a lot of um, pin their like hopes and dreams on. And, you know, I was like, oh, are you going to go watch it? And you were so <laughs> lukewarm about it. Um, you were like, oh, I may see it when it on streaming but I don't think so which is even crazier because usually even for like Ant-Man I feel like you were like I'll just watch it on streaming but like you're not even sure that you're even gonna watch it when it hits streaming which was like a big big like I was like huh we need to talk about this and then you asked me the same thing about Loki and I told you the same exact thing where I was just like I'll get to it eventually but it's not my priority and I don't know when I'm gonna actually watch it which like in my universe means like I don't know that I'm actually gonna watch it so Given those two different responses or two similar responses to two different um, MCU, you know, um, tentpole uh, content, like I just wanted to have a conversation about like why we feel this way and where we are at. And like, I think Steve, you're going to bring up a lot of good points about like just the future and like what's been announced and what's um with the, some of the chatter that you're hearing but like I also just want to talk to you as like a fan of this universe like why why we feel the way we feel and why we're not excited about certain things and I don't want to be like cancel culture or like piling on the hate but like I just I honestly I I would love to go back to the end game days um where I, it was like the most exciting thing and I was like waiting for something to happen and like I literally walked into the movie theater because I knew that I one could get a seat um and two I had nothing better to do on a Sunday afternoon and that is literally the I went because the time worked for me and so that 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 was my prevailing attitude going into it um so I want to hear about I want you to convince me to watch Loki and why I shouldn't give up on Loki I'm not gonna Mm. say about the Marvels I actually don't know that you're gonna like it I will say one thing um uh Camilla Khan right mm-hmm. that's her um she is and I think this is not a hot take because I'm pretty sure literally every single person has said this or every single um but Iman Vellani who plays her is like single-handedly like saves the movie and is is so charismatic and so good and I don't know that you watch Ms. Marvel but like I, I- did I loved, I honestly really loved it. And I just thought like she was such a fresh breath of air. And that's what she provides in this movie that is, you know, at best like a C, you know? Um, And so I'm not going to tell you to go watch it or I'm not going to tell you to watch it because I don't think you want to and I don't think you need to. Um, But I wish I could tell you. And I don't know when the next movie or whatever um will come out that like we'll both be excited about which is like sad to me but here we are yeah yeah i mean it, it is it's, it's one of the things where it's like uh i've i've seen this on instagram it's a meme where they'll post a video of something nostalgic like in, in my case it's been uh like the first season of a Fortnite, mm-hmm. and they'll be like oh they'll caption like the year and it's like they have like really dramatic like music in the background it's like oh, I wish I could go back to this time or I wish I could relive this again. And that's kind of the sense that I get when we talk about some of the some of the Marvel stuff, which is like really bizarre to think about because at the time, I, I know you and I, while, while excited about the movies that were coming out, I think you and I in particular were in the minority that lamented the kinds of movies that had stopped coming out once these movies got like really popular. Mm-hmm. And so I and I think it's 
interesting to note um, that in 2023, the biggest movies have not been, you know, comic book movies, right? It's been Barbie and, and Oppenheimer. And so I do wonder if the death of cinema was, um, what's that? What's that phrase again? Um, and now it's like a, a been announced prematurely, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I know for me, um, I I really enjoyed Loki. I think I think you're gonna enjoy it too. Top like the performances are really good. Okay. In Loki, especially season two. Um, okay. I, I've I've already forgotten what's what's the uh, is it Jason from the Good Place? You know how there's there's four, um, the guy who plays like the silent monk in the beginning is Jason, yeah. right? Uh huh. Do you remember his best friend in Jacksonville? Yes, he's so funny. Yeah, he's in Loki season. Loki. He's in Loki season one, but just for like a few scenes. But he has some of the funniest scenes in Loki season one, and he's like. Uh, a recurring he, character. He's like a he cast a member in season two. Is he a steal, stealer? Uh, yes and no. Yes, and, I mean some of the scenes that he steals in season one, like genuinely made me. Or there's one in particular about a fish that genuinely made me laugh out loud. Okay. Um, in season two, he's just like more regular. Um, and then um, I always butcher his name, but short round. He just won an Oscar for supporting Ki-Hui actor. Kiwi Kwan is in the is in Loki. In season two, and he's re- he's so good. Great. He's so good in Loki, uh, season two. Um, Owen Wilson. I just always forget how talented he is as an I, actor. I honestly really love Owen Wilson. Yeah. Yeah. You anytime Marvel gets people like that, and I think so. I'll give it another example. In Moon Knight, right? You have. You have uh, Oscar Isaac, who's playing like a superhero, right? Mm-hmm. And then you have uh, Ethan Hawke playing a villain. And it's hard to get out of their performances something where it's like really dramatic. Because everything is or not dramatic, but I mean, it depends on how you're how you're uh, which definition you're using but it's hard to get something of substance out of that it because everything is so over the top everything is so you know cartoonish um it's painted in in broad strokes those performances but yo jen like owen wilson just plays like a guy he plays a, a guy a normal guy who's in a very bizarre situation and it's it's so there's so much depth in it that I just like yeah. wasn't prepared for. Okay. And even Tom Hiddleston, like playing Loki, um, he's so two-dimensional in most performances. The closest he gets really are like a few scenes in some of the Thor movies. And um, you know, he really gets to flex some of those muscles in some of the scenes in uh in Thor uh, Ragnarok. Mm-hmm. But the whole thing is just in Loki is just not the not every scene he's in, but you know a lot of it. He gives like pretty, pretty, pretty deep performances. Um, but the depth really belongs to to Owen Wilson. Like Owen Wilson is just so good in this show. And season one is kind of a slog, where a lot of it is meant to capture your imagination or set up. It has like a bunch of Easter eggs and sets up you know the future. I mean that's really the first time we get introduced to. Um, the notion of like the multiverse 
and and Kang, Jonathan Major's uh, character. Who but, I assume is not in. Oh, he's super in it. He's super is in he it. Really? Was this yeah. before? But um, is he? They shot this like I'm assuming then like. Maybe last... probably, okay. but he is he's in it and he's in it a lot. I mean, after a certain episode, he's just in every episode. Okay. All right. Um and. <laughs> And so, like, the second season, it it vacillates between, like, it, it doesn't do a great job of it, but it tries to balance the whole, like, overall narrative of the MCU, plus, on the other side, you know, going deeper into the into the characters. Um, it does, I'll be honest, Jen, like, it doesn't do, like, a great job of it, but it does it enough where when you have Owen Wilson and Tom Hiddleston, like, sitting at a table just eating pie mm-hmm. together and like talking mm-hmm. it's just like oh man this is this is so good like obviously it doesn't compare to like i just watched um what is it killers of the uh killers Black. of the killers of the flower moon there's a scene there where leonardo dicaprio and robert de niro are just in chairs talking and i i looked over to, to sam our mutual friend who I, who I watched it with and this is like five minutes into the movie i just look over and i'm like this movie's awesome i just want to <laughs> i just want to watch these two talking to each other it's not like that level, but I mean, it gets a lot closer to that than you'd think in a in a Marvel property. So I would um I would really check it out. Jen, okay. For sure. All I think right. you I think you'd actually enjoy it for sure. Okay. I have a lot of stuff to watch, so okay. But um, maybe uh maybe that last week of Christmas and New Year when like there you every, go. so yeah. Um. All right. So let's move on then because I think that we have a lot to talk about. And sure. 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 I honestly really, really want to dive into why we are so out on the MCU in general. Yeah, you know, Jen, so, like, I'll, I'll take it from here, yeah? Like, this yeah. part? Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I'm going to ask you to answer the question that we asked, like, four years ago, which is, has your, so, you've alluded to, like, your excitement. And um, how much you look for, like you're just kind of like not as invested in this as you were uh, before Endgame. Is that fair to say? A hundred percent. Oh wow! So yeah, you were right. So then you were right. I was, I wasn't like skeptical. I was just more like, oh, like let's see, maybe maybe it'll be maybe it'll be good. But um, yeah. And then I think so. That's not surprising. I think for me, what is surprising is that I'm in the same boat as you are. And I think. The question we have to ask ourselves is like, one is like why, and two is, and, and this is the part where I haven't really heard anyone talk about. It, is like, is it even fair to be disappointed or like out? So, on yeah, it? I think that's actually really fair to ask because what are we talking about here, right? Like, it's what what are we talking about here exactly? Exactly. Like, and you know, we're not pundits, and um. It, it feels a lot for us to be like be on this side just criticizing the a singular studio a singular ceo a singular like what is what's kevin feige's title like i don't even know direct. head of head of something yes um on some of these choices um no and so obviously all of this is like taken with a grain of salt and when i tell you that like i'm not excited that doesn't mean that like i'm not willing to entertain this or whatever like i went and watched the marvel i went and watched i literally 
honestly, Steve, I've watched every single thing that has come out since Endgame, right? Like, so, but I think my enjoyment of these things and my willingness to seek them out or go out of my way to watch these things have decreased significantly. And it, to your point, like some of it's just like, who are we to, like, they've given us like 20 years or 10 years of 20 movies that have built this like world that, we have all fallen in love with. And I think that is where our um, obvious, like, disappointment and criticism come from. The fact that, like, it was so good when it was good. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Can I can I ask you a question? Mm-hmm. It, it, it'll be, like, a series. You don't have to answer any of them, like, super deeply. But I guess, like, my, my first question is, like, when you – so you're right. I, I looked. And I, I also, like you, have watched every movie – that they've released since Endgame. My question to you, Jen, is have you watched them because Marvel had built enough goodwill with you where you were willing to give it a chance? Or did you watch them because you like saw the trailer and you were like, oh, I like I'd like to watch that movie? Mm, probably the former and uh, mostly for things that are characters that we have um before um and just like kind of carrying out their story arc like you know ant-man like i actually didn't watch ant-man um in the theater but like i have a soft spot for that character and i like and i love paul rudd and so based on that alone i was just like i need to watch this and then i ended up watching it when it hit streaming and um you know but i think that's also an unfair question for me just because these are not movies that i'm like you you're more into the superhero lore. Like you'll watch DC movies. Like I'm not I'm not there. Like I don't I actually really... don't watch DC movies. Do you not watch DC movies? What's happening? I did in the beginning, but after like Man of Steel, I was like, meh. When was Man of Steel? Like twenty years, ten years ago. Oh my ago? god. Like I don't even yeah, I don't even know that. Okay, yeah, that was sort of like quote, but I felt like you are more, you would be more into this, and I'm probably being sexist in, in saying that I'm like, boys are into superheroes, but like, these are not the types of movies that I seek out to begin with. Right, right. And then I'm really into the <laughs> MCU because of Chris Evans and Captain America, as you know, and they got really invested into these characters. Um, so I think that like, my seeking out of these movies is not because I have this like, um, uh, like I grew up watching superhero movies and reading um, comic books and like need to like it's 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 not that so like my loyalty comes from like the the very short period of time where I like really really got enamored with these movies and like and the and the dopamine hit that I would get from watching these and I'm hoping to replicate that every single time I like go and watch these things but like it's been hard because I haven't been I haven't gotten that and like honestly um I think there is a period of rebuilding or there's a period of building up that, that they are doing right now. Right. Like they've lost literally like uh, their tent pole, like stars, people who can actually carry movies and they're building like a world, they're building a set of new, um, not just characters, but like the actors and actresses that will, that are going to carry the next 10 years, the next decade of, of this universe. And so I think there needs to be a little bit of like grace for that period. But I think some of the mishaps have been so um, like astonishingly like 
mediocre and meh. And then when you couple that with like, um, uh, like just the way that I'm so tired of, and we've talked about this on a podcast before, like, I don't want to have to watch hours of TV plus every single MCU movie to like understand the interconnectedness of everything. Like you're asking not just a lot from me, but you're also then asking me to pay for Disney plus you're asking me. And like, granted I do all these things and so do most consumers, but like it becomes like a consumer, like we're going to pull one over on you by like making you pay, like making you, give up your money and your time to invest in all of these things. Like it, like that doesn't sit like great with me. And like, it just, it pisses me off actually. So I think some of my resistance to some of a lot of the like TV shows is, has been that. Cause I'm just like, I don't want to do that. You're already, I already have to watch a three hour movie. Although I will say the Marvels was an hour and 45 minutes and like, it was beautiful. Um, So I think I just have a lot of complicated and complex feelings about like, what's triggering some of my dissatisfaction and, and also at the same time trying to be like, I still want to be along for the ride because again, when it's good, it can be so good. Yeah. So, okay. Here, here's like something that I was looking up as we were talking. Right. And you tell me if you think this is something or nothing, we're going to play a game. It's called something or nothing. Okay. Okay. Is this something or nothing? Um, since end game, Right. Uh, where is this? Oh yeah. Since Endgame, April twenty sixth, two thousand nineteen. <clears throat> we have had since then. Uh, this is uh, July second, twenty nineteen. Spider Man: Far From Home. Uh, then we had COVID. Um, twenty twenty one, July 9th, twenty twenty one. We have Black Widow. September, Shang Chi: Legend of the Ten Rings. November, Eternals. December twenty one, Spider Man: No Way Home. Uh, May 22, Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. July 22, Thor, Love and Thunder. Uh, November 22, Black Panther, Wakanda Forever. February of 23, Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania. Uh, May of 23, Guardians of the Galaxy, uh, Volume 3. And then November 23 is The Marvels. So that is a four-year span, okay? I'm going to read another list for you, okay? May 2008, Iron Man. (laughs) June 2008, Incredible Hulk. May 2010, Iron Man 2. May 2011, Thor. July 2011, Captain America, the first Avenger. May 2012, the first Avengers. May 13, Iron Man 3. Uh, November 13, Thor, the Dark World. April 4th, 2014, Captain America, the Winter Soldier. And I'm going to stop right there. One could make the argument, Marvel went six years between good movies, between Iron Man 1 and Captain America, the Winter Soldier. And I think there's a general consensus among levels of fan that are like you and me, not like the diehards that will watch everything and are that think every Marvel thing is like good, right? I'm talking about like you're my level where there seems to be consensus that the Winter Soldier is when it gets really good. I mean, <laughs> Iron Man 2, Thor 1, Captain America 1, people are like, some people actually enjoy. Uh, I think most people actually do enjoy that. 
Uh, but then Avengers one, Thor two. Like those are just like not good movies. Iron Man three I personally like, but that's because I like Shane Black movies. Mm-hmm. Um, something or nothing. That's a six year span where there's not a lot of good stuff, and it it took them six years between Iron Man and Captain America two to get going. Because then they and I'm not gonna give you the the years. I'll just rip off the names. Winter Soldier, Guardians of the Galaxy, Age of Ultron. But um, Ant-Man, Civil War, Doctor Strange, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy 2, Spider-Man Homecoming, Thor Ragnarok, Black Panther, Infinity War, Ant-Man and the Wasp, Captain Marvel, Endgame. And that's done in another five-year span. I, and, I get, and I bring this up, Jen, to ask your opinion on it. Something or nothing, like, you know, it's been – it's only it's – only, one could say, like, you and I – Reacted like, oh my god, it's already been four years since Endgame. Another way of saying that is like, it's only been four years since Endgame. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So something or nothing? I don't know, Steve. I don't know if they got just really, really lucky um, with that's a great, just that's a great combination of the stars that they had signed, the 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 creatives that they were working with, and it just was a hot streak, or if like if really the building of that of the MCU I I honestly think it's it's a lot of luck and like a lot of elements coming together to create that magic um For the first time something like that had been attempted mm-hmm, right mm-hmm. so I have a question have you um what's like the nicest class you've flown in like have you ever done like oh like yeah uh, I've never done um, first, but I've done business. Business, okay, okay. What, like, what was the first time you? W- I because I remember the first time I went back to coach after flying private. Do you remember <laughs> the first? Like, do you remember the first time you went back to coach after business? Yeah, it was like I need to marry a millionaire. <laughs> yeah, okay. And the reason I bring up that, like, anecdote is. Did the success of the excuse me Marvel movies up until Ed Game did that change? Did that change what we expected, like movies and specifically Marvel movies, to be able to do? And this is where we go back to the to notion like is our disappointment fair? Because I think you and I are disappointed, and I think it's okay to be disappointed if a movie is bad. Like there are bad movies that came out that like Thor: Love and Thunder. That's not an issue of like, did I need to temper my expectations? No, mm-hmm. that movie sucked, right? But when it comes to the overall disappointment of the of the product being, you know, given to us in terms of the the, the overall narrative arc of these movies, of phase five, I don't even know what they're on, right? Do we have to temper our expectations and realize that like, you know, that was lightning in a bottle that they caught because one had never been done before. So if you're going to try to do it again, we're, we kind of expected, almost wanted, and have maybe unrealistic expectations for it. Um, what are your thoughts? What are your thoughts on that? Because I, I think you, you correctly uh, kind of identified how much luck was a part of that, both like the people, like people being ready for it, like people like me who grew up on comics turning into uh, teenagers 
and young adults with disposable income. Um, I think there was a lot of timing and luck involved in terms of, you know, like the fact, again, it had never been done before. And to see that was so mesmerizing. Now it's like, okay, now do it again. You know, um, it, this kind of feels like, yeah, for me, like going back to coach a little bit, but does that mean like my, my criticisms are, are fair again, when it comes to a movie being bad, it is, but I'm talking about just yours and my general malaise when it comes to our anticipation of some of these movies and even the TV shows. What do you think? Um, I honestly just really feel like they sort of hit lightning in a bottle, like with, with the more I think about it, the more I agree with you, but, but, but I also think that, um, like, honestly, Steve, like, I forget what the years that you, you, um, when you were, um, that was like, that was a long time ago. And the way that we all consume movies, media, all of the above have changed too. And so, um, you know, if we're streaming so much more prevalent now, yeah. Streaming so much more prevalent, like, and obviously we have like a three year run where people weren't going to the movies. Um, and these movies are really meant to be watched in that way. Um, but I think, you know, if I'm going to blame Disney and, you know, the powers that be for something, it's, it's, it's an oversaturation of content and superheroes that they have created themselves in, 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 um, in hopes of like, I don't know, making more money versus like, I think like, um, servicing the storytelling aspect. And so like, I, I think I'm honestly like recently Bob Iger, um, had an earnings call and he, he, talked about like reducing like output of the company tell everyone who bob Iger is bob Iger is the disney chief executive who retired and then came back came back back recently and it's a fascinating story but like he he speaks about that and he basically i mean he spoke about the company's desire to like you know reduce reduce output so that they can concentrate on um fewer projects and improve like quality control. I don't know they're actually going to do that. Um, but I think the oversaturation of the market, uh, just within the MCU world, like I think also speaks to just how, um, chaotic and like the releases have been, but like, just, there's just so much going on that. Like, I think that, um, I think it just, it does add to, why we're not showing up for things we're not enthusiastic about things so i do think that there is a sense there is that like um just the changing of of consumption media consumption content consumption that um that probably there is a part that if that 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 plays here too so yeah i mean i i really i honestly I don't know and we're not like obviously like scholars or experts on all of this stuff but I, I now operate on with like, like caution. Like I, there are things that I will be excited about and I, I want to watch, but like, it's literally not going to be like, Oh, that's an MCU property. Like, let me go watch that. Or let me turn that on like ASAP. Like those days I think are more and more gone. Um, unless this is a very long period of time where they're building this um, world and, 
and they can they can create that magic again but it just it feels hard and like um I think you're the one who like sent me the post about like Chris Evans coming back to the MCU and I was like is no way he's been so vocal about not doing it and i can't imagine a world in which even if they threw mil- billions of dollars at him because i think he's so like he at least for him it's like not really about the money i don't think um there's no there's no world in which he comes back unless it's in sort of like a what if scenario and yeah, like yeah. it's like a voiceover or, or whatever but i i bring that up to say like a lot of this is also casting and like relying on bankable stars and the definition of a bankable star and that goalpost has moved so much too so i don't know i don't know like i just i think that um we can we can be happy about about what we've gotten and like how perfect like that infinity saga like era was but i don't i don't know steve like i just i don't see us going back to being fanboys and fangirls quite like we used to we used to be you know i want to i want to ask you something about something you mentioned before you said the market is saturated Mm -hmm. right when you say that do you mean that the market is saturated with marvel properties or more so that like the success of marvel led to other people trying to create expanded universes of their own intellectual property. Like I'll even, I'll give you an example. Yeah, right? I I'm shocked that there are, there's like a Yellowstone verse. I don't watch <laughs> Yellowstone. I've heard great things about it, but there's Yellowstone, there's the prequel, there's going to be like a different like like everything now needs an expanded universe, right? Game of Thrones is another example where like I mean, yeah, they they have the prequel, The House of the Dragon, and there are multiple other shows that are in varying degrees of of pre-production you know um dc literally tried to do the same exact thing and are still trying to do the same exact they literally hired james gunn to do the same thing and i wonder if the degree of difficulty is so much harder because you know it's already been done and no one wants to see the same trick twice mm-hmm. um so when you say the market is saturated which one did you mean or yeah which one did you mean between the two I guess for our conversation, I was literally only talking about like the Marvel okay. universe and and like the grave that Disney has dug for itself by by saturating its own fans with just literally so much content and so many properties and so many things to keep up with. But I think when you make an interesting point, um, I don't know that they're all related in terms of like, I think the Yellowstone universe is obviously like vastly different from like the world of the DC. Like, I think if we were having like a conversation between like, like a DC versus Marvel versus even like the Star Wars, like it's gotten like but again, Star Wars is another that goes back to Disney. So well, okay, um, so here's the reason I I bring that up. Like you're right, they they're unrelated, but it, more to the more to the extent that like people don't have enough time. Like if every single thing that we're interested in has its own universe, how many universes could I possibly keep up with? You know, know. and is is, is that the issue is that like back in 2008, you were like, it was a trilogy at best, at most, at most you got a trilogy and 
you know, you just had yeah. to hope that the third one was good. And now it's like, oh, there's no end to this. There, It's not just a one, two, three. It's phase, phase one with like 12 movies. And there just is not enough time in the day to consume all the content that everyone wants me to, everyone's trying to sell me. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think I honestly, like, I think that's what I'm talking about. Like just with oversaturation of this very specific world, like it used to be that we would get like maybe two Marvel movies, maybe like a year and you spend the whole year either anticipating or talking about, and then waiting for the next one or like waiting to like, to watch an end credit of a movie to see how it interconnects into the next movie that's going to come out. This is like, it's like, four TV shows a year plus four movies and yeah. you expect me to like stay to the end credits. Like it's distracting. <laughs> I shouldn't say it's disrespectful. Obviously it's all content that like I'm willingly paying for, but like, come on at some point, like that's a lot. So the oversaturation, I, I think I am speaking mostly about superheroes and specifically like the Marvel uh, universe. Uh, it, and it's a problem. And it's the thing that like Disney has created for themselves so when people start turning their backs and not watching these things i think i think they have no one to blame but themselves for literally saturating the market um with like endless endless amount of content and like you know um i'm not kidding when i say like i have so many other things to watch so like i have other things to watch that's not related to loki that's not really like i just i'm so behind like i haven't i still haven't watched the season two of the bear yet don't kill me oh my god oh my god um so like i just honestly steve if i asked you like watch that first watch loki first like you probably told me no so um, yeah, we just don't have enough of the of time to do any of this stuff. Um, I feel like you're asking me a lot of questions about like my opinion, but like at the end of the day, like what do you think? Like what how how do you want to spend your time? And is it watching season after season of like something plus then going to the movie theater to watch a continuation of that and then being no. over who wants who wants to do that with their but, time? But, you're into, but the thing is, like, I think ah, if that, you're, yes. that, if yes. you were that, like, if you asked us this question in its peak, which I will call the Infinity Saga, like era, um, I think you and I would have totally signed up for it. You know, I I think we would have signed up for it and regretted it. <laughs> I, like, I think I think part of the not the mystique, part of the success is that you you mentioned you 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 said it and. I I noticed it when I was saying the dates in the movies, but I didn't I didn't say anything because I was like, ah, you know, maybe it's a footnote. But but you caught on pretty quick, which is that yeah, one maybe there there were times I would say like May 2011, May 2012, you know, mm-hmm. April 2014. I mean, there it was they were so stretched out as opposed to like. Oh, we're getting three of, like you said, four movies a year plus the two TV shows. And I thought the TV shows would be an easier ask than a movie, but you know what? It's not because you put one season together, even if it's a limited series of only like six to eight episodes. I mean, that's like, you know, anywhere from three to four hours. 
Yeah, you know? and if, if you feel mediocre about it, but you feel the need to exactly. finish, whatever, then it becomes even more painful. Yeah. Um, I so- also I also think one of one of the issues is that the multiverse, that concept of 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 a multiverse, alternate realities, alternate dimensions, alternate universes. I think that plays great in the comics. Mm-hmm. But Jen, let me tell you, even you in the comics, it- what's up? You don't think it works on the screen? I think it does, but not. You can't do that for years, mm-hmm. you know. And I think one of the great things about the Infinity Saga is that each the common thread was how each of these characters could interact with each other, how these different stories, like how are how are they going to come together, you know? Um, the problem with the multiverse saga is that. It's already played its hand. The first they, they've presented to you the problem first, which is mm. that there are there are alternate realities, and while that is cool as a concept, narratively speaking, you can't you can't draw that out for for, for five years. Right, right. right? The, the reason the Infinity Saga works is because. You know, yeah, we knew about these Infinity Stones or whatever. We knew like there was this guy with like like a scrotum for a chin that was like whatever. But each movie, it's not like at the end of each movie, someone was asking, but how are we going to deal with, with, with Thanos? Yeah, yeah. No one was asking that. But in each of these movies, we're faced with like, and you know what? There's a multiverse. It's like, well, I, uh, even in the comics, Jen, it, there are events and it'll like kind of lead up to it, but so rarely is like that problem in and of itself captivating you know um even the best you know um like i'll give you an example is um avengers endgame do you remember how we didn't know that was what it was called until like a month before the movie is that, do you remember that well, no i don't remember that but was that purposeful or were they like also like yeah okay. no, it was, it was perfect like we didn't get a trailer we didn't get what it was called until yeah like a few months before maybe two or three months before the movie then we found out it was called avengers endgame uh i remember thinking oh this is interesting where i think at last year's comic-con right feige released the sub the subtitles for avengers five and six kang dynasty and secret wars and i remember thinking oh he needs like the anticipation for another Avengers movie like, is not enough. But now, yeah, he it. needs to do it now mm, because, yeah. like, do you know what I'm saying? And, and mm. so I was like, oh, that's that's interesting. And I'll tell you, Jen, Secret Wars, um, it is gas. It is pure gas. It is mm. one I love that run of the Avengers comic. It wasn't even really uh, technically it was Avengers and the Illuminati. Um, but that that run is so good. Mm. But what made it so good was not the fact that the multi they didn't spend a lot of time in the multiverse. What they spent a lot of time on were like six of the most powerful Marvel characters trying to figure out how because there there's a solution, right? The solution to the multiverse problem was you have to. You have to destroy one of the universes. 
and then mm -hmm. you save the other one, right? Mm -hmm. uh, and you just keep doing that until yours is the only one that's left. And you have these six heroes being like, wait, we have that's that's how we do it. And they and they start debating. Some people are like, mm, you know, if that's what we gotta do, that's what we gotta do. And other people are like, we should that'll never be the answer. We should never do that. That was like the best part of Secret Wars. Not like, oh, in this universe, pizzas are shaped like ice cream cones. Mm -hmm, oh, in mm -hmm. this, like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So, I, yeah, I just feel like I think they overplayed their hand in thinking that people could be interested for five years about an alternate version of me that has different colored hair. Right, right. I don't know. I, yeah. I, so let's do this. I'm going to read you some of the movies coming out. Scale of one to five, how interested are you in, in seeing this? You ready? Yes. Okay. Deadpool 3, July 2024. Moderately interested. So that is not a number. <laughs> what, five? <laughs> You're like, uh, you have one job, I ask you one question. Um, what, <laughs> do I rate it? Like what? Is one, it a yes? It's one through five, one being super not excited, not going to watch it. Five being like, absolutely, I'm watching that opening weekend. One through five. Three. Three? Yeah, me too. Me too. Although I really did enjoy Deadpool, you know? Yeah, I did too. I did too. Um, but I'm a little bit out on Ryan Reynolds right now, though, so whatever. We can talk. <laughs> um, Captain America Brave New World, February 2025. Now, is this the live action starting Anthony Mackie? Yes, it is. I'm going to go with a three. I will also go with... Is Sebastian Stan in this? I'm sure. I'm okay. Sure. Um, ready? Fantastic Four, May of 25. Two. Ooh, I'm going to go four. I'm okay. going to go four. Because I'm curious to see. They've been wanting this property for so long, and it finally got back to them from Fox. Who Who is in this? Do you know? I don't know. They haven't um, They haven't cast anyone yet. Ooh, but it's going to come out in two years, or a year and a half? Two years. I guess so. Okay. No, wait. I, I'm sure it'll be delayed. Like, isn't Pedro Pascal in this? Oh, you know, I heard that. I don't know if it was, like, confirmed, confirmed. I feel like it is, and I think it's like Vanessa Kirby. So you know what? Three. Okay, okay. I'm sticking with four. I'm sticking with four. Ready? Okay. Uh, Thunderbolts, July I 25. I don't know what that is. When Just for audience, when we were pra not practicing, when we were talking about this beforehand, as soon as I said Thunderbolts, I was like, and don't, if you don't know what that is, then don't, just say you don't know what that is. And she's and you were like, that's exactly what I'm going to say. I have no idea what that is. Okay. Um, oh, you want you want to know what that what it is? Uh, no, I guess that's fine. Um, okay. So I can't rate it because I have no idea what it is. But okay. I'm Fair. assuming. It's okay. I'll, I'll, tell, okay. I'll tell you. Okay. It's um, Julia Louis-Dreyfus. Oh, team. that like, one? You know, it's the one where she keeps getting all these like quasi bad guys well, and they make their own yeah. team yeah yeah that one yeah what's up will florence Pugh be in it oh oh yeah yeah oh sure. it's that, it's like that world yeah yeah okay uh maybe three okay i'm like a two i'm like a two okay maybe even a one maybe even okay. a one. i love i love florence Pugh. oh my gosh she's great oh mm -hmm. my god wait mm -hmm. you still have you seen oppenheimer yeah 
I thought oh, she was. Oh man, she's she's so good in that. Yeah, okay. it's the best. All right, ready? Uh, and then last but not least, Blade, November twenty-five. Two. I'm like a one. Maybe what two. What is Blade? <laughs> <laughs> Is it like a Blade Runner thing or like what is the it? What Blade Runner? Is that what you asked? Yeah. No. Okay. Blade is um. They made three movies in like the early two thousands with Wesley Snipes. He's the vampire hunter. He's oh, yeah. half vampire. Blade. Um. And it's gonna be Mahershala, Mahershala Ali. Amazing. Yeah. Still a two. Yeah. 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 Okay. But this is what is this twenty twenty five two? November twenty five. Oh, great. I hope we're both alive. <laughs> okay, so yeah, I don't think there's any, the only, only one of us had anything above a, a three, which was me and Fantastic Four. Um, and that's because I'm just like really excited to see what they what they do with it. Um, yeah, I think this is just the reality that we live in now. And my, I'm really curious how the next, we're going to have a part three of this conversation in a few years. Because I'm really curious to see if they bleed enough money, at what point do they do they stop? I hope we get I hope we're more excited about it than than we are right now. And we have this conversation in five years, you know? You know, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. You maybe we won't need to wait four years. Maybe we'll only need to wait like two. Mm. Because, by, because by then all the movies I just told you about. That's kind of where um, those are the those release dates up okay. until Blade. Let's, let's have a conversation at the same time, like November of twenty. Yes, yes, you know? November of yeah. twenty five. Yeah, we'll have part three of this of this conversation. We'll see yeah. how that goes. But yeah. um, yeah, I think I'm I'm glad we had this conversation because I was just a little sick of all the what I thought was like kind of like reductive dialogue mm-hmm. about this property. So. I'm glad I'm glad we had we had this conversation. Um, should we move on to obsessions of the episode? I don't think so because I'm like kind of I'm just I feel bad that we've been so negative. So yeah, let's let's move on. Well, I mean, you know, we 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 provide some context. I feel like a little defensible ex- by way of explanation. Um, okay. Uh, do you want to go first? Or you want me to go first? Um, I can go first. I feel like I you always okay. go. Um, so okay. my okay. obsession of the episode is a drama series that I asked you to watch because like we talked about with Succession, sometimes I make recommendations to you because they think you'll like it. So I'm going to need you to keep up. Um, You're right. And you're right. You're right. No, I mean, I knew I was sort of also recommending something that like is a little bit out, out of your like normal, like whatever, because it is a Korean drama, but, but it is a K drama that is on Hulu in Korea. It was released on Disney Plus, so like it fits into the whole like theme of what we're talking about. But it's called Moving, and it's based on a really popular webtoon. And it's about um, basically it's about superheroes. And essentially, um, the first episode kind of follows the lives of like these high school kids, and it turns out that their parents have were superheroes, um, and like through circumstances or whatever they've been hiding their like superhero skills powers or whatever you call it um from their kids and their kids have 
effectively like inherited so they're different from other kids but like all the 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 casting and this is like so pitch perfect in terms of like who they cast as the kids but and i say kids but they're really in high school so they're adults actually in real life um like the actors that are playing these um these people but um i just thought like the title suggests like i was so like moved by each episode like there are elements like obviously there's like action elements i'm curious to know what your take is in terms of like like the special effects aren't great um and in in some parts are like really glaring but like but overall like if you can just like you know get beyond that like i think that you know maybe maybe with this conversation that we've had with the MCU and stuff, like maybe we need to give like other countries and other properties um, room to create these types of um, superheroes and these types of like characters that are not the Captain Americas and the Iron Mans, you know? And, and I think it was pretty innovative again, based on a webtoon. So it's not like um, this is original content, but like, um, I just thought it was like it was fun and moving and just like the title suggests. So I actually think you would like it if you can get beyond. I think you finished like you watched episode one and you liked it, but you didn't finish it. So I would give it another chance. Um, again, that's moving and it's on Hulu. Yeah, I, the first episode is very good. I just fell yeah. off, but I need to I need to get back back on it. I'm actually definitely going to watch watch uh, the rest of the season. Okay. Um, yeah, like if it was just okay, I'd I'd be it'd be better. But no, the first episode was really good. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> my obsession of the episode is it's on Netflix. It's uh I don't even know how to describe it. It's a Korean South Korean competition reality show. You are both called... into the leading into our <laughs> Korean. <laughs> yep. Um, it's called The Devil's Plan, I and it has. Want to know. <laughs> why you started watching this because uh, you were like hey are you watching this i was like no and then you were like okay and then like hey i finished i was like what um i just was so like surprised yeah you know i'm surprised too jen that makes two of us i don't know why i don't know why i'm so into it i just okay. know you know i i think it probably has to do with the fact that i really enjoy uh i really enjoyed the challenge like MTV's The Challenge. I think now it's on like, it's like Paramount CBS. I think it's on like national TV now. It's on like actual mm-hmm. broadcast TV um, or network TV. Um, but I didn't love the drama part, which I think other people, that's why they watch it. I enjoyed the the mental competition, the physical aspects of it. It reminds me, you, you know what it is? At the end of the day, I'm like, I could be on this show. Yeah. And I just love how even though it's a competition and there's, like, a lot of money on the line, one, uh, the people that – the contestants are all very intelligent because it so much of it is, like, a mental game. So they're all, like, wildly successful. And so they're not – one, they're not – they don't use the show as a platform to get famous, which I think a lot of American um, – like reality competition shows, a lot of the contestants do that. Mm-hmm. They're just trying to like use, get used the the TV shows that they're on for clout. Um, two, it's because it's like South Korean, like 
they're very polite to each other. Like sometimes the passive aggressiveness comes out, and, and that's when I'm like, whoa. But for the most part, they're very polite, and so there's almost like a there's almost a class to it, you know. Yeah. Uh, and 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 three, you know, they're all really smart, and so I can appreciate when they use their intelligence to win to win games. And I don't know, maybe that's like a very specific niche market, but I'm discovering that's me. I'm that market. <laughs> and Jen, it was to the point where I would go on, I would look, I just like YouTube did to see if I can get behind the scenes stuff. And what I found was uh, a lot of these, um, some of the contestants have like their own YouTube channels. And so mm -hmm. they would be, they would invite other contestants and they would like recap certain episodes and ask each other questions, what happened. It, it was almost like, you know, the, the reunions, like at the end of like certain seasons of, of American um, reality how you, shows. How did you even find that? Like, were you just on YouTube? I don't know. Or like, yeah, I YouTube. Yeah. Yeah. No, I YouTube the devil's plan to see if I could find anything else like on it. I, I, I think I was trying to look for the reunion show. Uh -huh. And instead, I found many reunion shows. And you were um, like, fucking awesome. Yeah, it was it was great. It was <laughs> great. I'm so really, good. I'm really into this, you know. I need you to be into the show. Okay. That's what I need. But I okay. but you have to watch the Bear season two first. <laughs> and then apparently Loki. Uh you know, even as we were talking about it, not to bring this back to the MCU, but I I was like, man, if you haven't watched season one. It's a big ask, and I don't know if it's worth the payoff. Okay. But yeah, so no, I have moving. watched one. Oh, if you watch season one, then definitely watch season two. Okay, okay. Yeah. It was like not as everybody else, but yes, I have watched season one. So okay. Yeah, so I'm gonna watch moving. You're gonna watch the bear season two, and then Loki season two, and then the devil's plan. Okay, you have a lot. <laughs> you have a lot to do this this holiday. This okay. Holiday season, yeah. Right? Um. But yeah, uh, remember to rate, review, subscribe uh, anywhere you get uh, your podcast, whether it's Apple Podcasts, Spotify, um, or anywhere else. Uh, Jen, until next time, we are slowly but steadily creeping towards episode 100. Which I, I don't know that it. we're going to do this before. Um, That's before okay. That's year, okay. Like we said we would. But don't yeah. worry. Don't, you, don't have to tell, you don't have to tell people that <laughs> we're not going to meet an internal deadline. Okay. If it happens, we, it happens. Not internal. We said it out loud last last episode. Did we? Oh my yeah. gosh, I don't even remember. Okay, we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. But until next time, everyone, enjoy your holidays, and we will catch you next time. Jen, you want to say bye? Bye, everybody.